0: What is up everybody? Welcome to another episode of YALA, uh, Our podcast recorded from the comfort of our own homes.
1: Uh not for long though, because we not might have to, we might need to get out to vote, man. That's Yala, that's thing. true, lah. La. Yeah. But
0: it's still a long way, long ways away, man. A week about a week and a half, lah, right? No, not that. Ju- long. July 10th, what? Okay la. Okay.
1: Okay. Two weeks la. Two weeks. About yeah, two that's weeks. fucking
0: long, dude. In the world of CB, <laughs> right? It's fucking long. No, not yeah. CB. We are no, no longer CB. We are phase two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're phase two. But but I mean, honestly, <laughs> whenever we start this podcast, I feel like we are doing like some underground, you know, like podcast like about the fucking, you know, just like secret kind of with the hopes of blowing up uh, and becoming like uh yeah. like a Howard Stern. Yeah.
1: But that's why it's cool. Like. it's cool. It's cool to be doing this podcast. It's cool to be listening to this podcast cause yeah. not everyone is I mean the mainstream is like okay let's go or the the ten house stuff.
0: Eh hey, hey, eh bro bro uh, according to them
1: they're not mainstream bro. <laughs> they are I not mean, bro. If you got if you okay. got ministers on you are mainstream already.
0: No 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 <laughs> no whether you are mainstream or not it depends on what you think you are man. Okay, so if okay. we say we are mainstream we become mainstream. If we say we are not mainstream we don't become mainstream. As yeah. simple as that bro. Okay okay. I That's how it. media works bro. Hello. Yeah. So
1: so because yeah. It's all, this, it's quite cool, la. We are like a underground community of Yalla Butters, butters. Yalla Butters, yeah.
2: <laughs> and and yeah, we so just
1: every day, every week, we're just here talking and and disagreeing with each other civilly, yeah. and and yeah. you know, learning that you know, uh, the other side, la, to hear from the other side, la.
0: And and not just between the two of us, like we are super stoked about our Reddit, uh, uh our sub where the community is. Uh, slowly but surely. Not just slowly, like growing quite healthily. And like there have been times in the past few episodes where we've had our minds kind of changed or opened up because of comments in the subreddit, la. Yeah, and then you I can think, just Google it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Most recently, there was even a master student who waded in on a Yalabat episode eight, which I I mean to admit, I I forgot what we talked about already, so I actually have to go over and check what episode, episode eight. Yeah, apparently Yalabat oh, episode eight. <laughs> And he wrote a very long hours, thing about, yeah. about gender and everything. So I was like, okay, I've got I to gotta commit the time to check it out. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of interesting discussions going
0: on there. So, so one thing we're going to be doing as part of a new mini segment of our show after the first two topics is just to respond to some of the, the posts in our subreddit because we actually have a subreddit thread uh, where people are posting stuff they would like us to talk about. So mm. some of them might not warrant like a full podcast episode, but we still want to respond to just show that, okay, like, we, are, we are listening, you know, like a true politician, yeah. In the in the context of the elections, which is going to be the... F- ah, fuck, no, wait. F- first thing, before first we go thing, into the topic, you we always something. have to say, yeah. yeah if you enjoy this podcast, if you have uh, listened to this podcast and found something useful of it, it would be great if you could just refer it to at least one person because we are very proud of how we have grown organically, mouth... Uh, I was going to say mouth-to-mouth, though, but word-of-mouth advertising. Mouth-to-mouth advertising. Mouth-to-mouth. Don't a first. fucking do... Yeah, especially now. Don't ever do mouth-to-mouth advertising. Okay, there's no more mouth-to-mouth advertising. Just mm. social distance, socially distant advertising yeah. through word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So the word should not go straight from one mouth to the other. It has to go through one meter of space first, and then into the person's mouth through a mask. Through a through mask. Through a mask. And then exactly. through another mask again. <laughs> through a mask. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So with that, with that done, the first topic of today is is a uh, is a little known event that's going to be happening. Actually, Terrence already introduced it la. Oh uh, yeah which is the we talked about it the, the elections. general general elections 2020 general elections yeah so yeah. we are we are going to be doing a more dedicated series of podcasts uh not so sure which which format yet not so sure how regular but as regular as possible once what is the milestone uh, June 30th is what's happening on June nomination 30th? day
1: that's when uh, yeah the parties file the papers for who's running where
0: yeah and, and that's when we're just going to do, I don't know, like a, a more regular roundup. But, but today, we just wanted to l- set the context for what's happening. Now. Because even in the past few days, at first we were thinking, should we talk about election? It's so broad. But maybe that's why we should talk about it. Because mm. until maybe a few years ago, I was an apathetic uh, guy who didn't really care much about politics. You were an
1: apathetic guy?
0: Uh, oh. <laughs> fuck you lah <laughs> <laughs> Apathetic Oh I thought you were saying Oh apathetic oh, Correct apathetic. Oh my god Your Freudian slips guy. yeah <laughs> My god yeah CB and phase 2 Has affected my self worth yeah I'm a. Oh yeah fuck I'm an apathetic guy I'm an yeah. apathetic guy yeah. Is that how you pronounce it?
1: Better better i just, I just telling you So that when you go outside And then you, you talk And all that People don't end up Jumping <laughs> yeah. on
0: that Better to learn As, it here Especially if people don't know me well enough to correct me, it's like you know, if you are, if you have something on your on your cheek and yeah. you don't know the person, they just let it sit. So yeah, can you yeah, imagine? Exactly. I go around saying, "Yeah, I am an apathetic guy. I am am <laughs> I am apathetic. I am apathetic. Uh, yeah, are yeah. apathetic. So yeah, yeah so the, the elections is something to kind of wrap your head around. And we are by no means political experts, but that's why we wanted to talk about it from our own layman's perspective, lah.
1: Yeah, and, and and we know that there'll be a lot of news in the next two weeks about everything, yeah. including what underwear every candidate is wearing. So to prep you for that, I think uh, <laughs> it's just good to have a high-level discussion about about politics now, right? Like Singapore politics and, and level, why you might comedy. be interested. Yeah, we comedy. Mm.
0: That's the most important thing because, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are going to be fucking wordy essays about every which political strategy and what Lee Sien-Yang Sien joining PSP means for the battle. But I mean, we're just going to just gonna look at it through a comedic lens, but hopefully you can still take away something from it. Like, do you say honestly, Li Xian like, Lang? It's like Li the love the, Yang. love the love child of Li Sian Long and Li Sian
1: Yang is Li Sian Lang.
0: Eh, eh, eh. Remember uh, 377 eh? Hey, yeah, no such thing as man to man ratio. The the nuclear family is the cornerstone <laughs> of society. Yeah, yeah. The heterosexual nuclear family. That's something to Speak vote me. on. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh shit, what was I gonna say? Fuck. Uh no. Uh I think part of part of doing the research for this podcast also. Introduce me to some stuff that I didn't know, and I always mm. get confused about. So, so where should we start?
1: Uh? go ahead, Since you're already talking about what you are confused about.
0: Uh, I mean, okay. So first of all, just um, I, I, I would like to think that most people are aware of the different parties more so now than ever with social media and all that. Mm. But just for me, before I could even talk about it, I just wanted to get a good grounding and and just understand where we are at. For example, for example, I didn't know that uh that there's no other opposition party with seats in the parliament currently
1: yeah correct wait oh, no shit, other
0: like, opposition party with what and besides
1: workers party yeah, besides only workers, workers party yala yala yeah, 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 correct
0: oh shit but before that there was right
1: uh no wasn't there no. Uh, si tong cham si tong
0: ah okay yeah correct correct he was yeah. A, yeah so so i learned that i was like oh shit i didn't fucking know that and yeah. um just so the the one thing okay so there are 105 seats in parliament and then there are 93 mp's Yes, Three non-constituent correct. MPs and nine nominated MPs. Yeah, correct. And PAP has 83 seats, WP has nine, there are nine non-MPs and there are five vacant seats. Mm. So I didn't even know there can be vacant seats in parliament. Vacant seats? Uh. Yeah. Apparently. I guess, uh, but now,
1: all those numbers are also changing right, in this current election.
0: Uh I don't know whether it's changing. I think that's where it is at at this point. Mm. I because know
1: Parliament has dissolved as it is, la, Correct, right? and then yeah, they exactly, need to yeah. fill up all the other slots. La, correct, right? correct. Yeah. I
0: know I know PAP no, PAP actually has eighty two seats. They used to have eighty three seats. Mm. And and the reason why they had that one seat is because Halima vacated her seat to become oh, yeah. uh president. Correct. So correct. So yeah, all this stuff, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even know, like, why the yeah. fuck are there vacant seats? Because, I don't know because, why they have vacant seats. Because she
1: she was part of a GRC, which is a group representative Correct. committee. So when she vacated, that role was just left empty, I think.
0: But I think there was also some pushback uh, about whether or not there should be a by-election. And then apparently the parliament decided no. But when there was some shady business uncovered by a PAP MP, there was a by-election. And then the PAP reclaimed that seat. Because that one was a single member constituency, I think. So if you're part of a
1: group and then you get pulled out for various reasons, they don't necessarily have to have a whole election for that group. Uh, the I group see okay yeah.
0: so on that note like I like can you just explain the concept of GRC SMC oh yeah yeah. so GRC is basically a,
1: a group that comes together to ask for a vote of a much bigger constituency la. so imagine a very huge uh, area that is joined by a lot of different towns in Singapore and all yeah. of them vote for a group of five people from a party and these mm. five people they must consider- I don't know what the exact ratio is, but there there must be there there must be minority representation in each of these groups of five. And I think
0: so, I think it's either Indian or Malay, like just one minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct, <laughs> can correct. You imagine like fucking we here always don't have the token Indian friend, don't have the token <laughs> Malay friend. But the fucking GRC also has the token minority, right? Yeah,
1: but, but I I guess you know <laughs> that we you can go to the whole debate about the pros and cons of, of this kind of forced uh Representation, la, but it always ensures yeah. that there's at least a minority voice in whatever GRC you're voting for, la, right?
0: Yeah, la, ideally, that person has a voice that they want to use, la, but yeah. I would give the benefit of the doubt that anyone running for elections, they need to be someone who is totally fine using their voice la, for better yeah. or worse, la, yeah. right?
1: And, and I think the other thing to note about GRCs is that uh, there's a lot of pushback on it from, from various people, so because uh, sometimes you can put a very strong candidate in a GRC and everyone just votes mainly for that strong candidate and then the other four people so-called coast into parliament with him. So la. if
0: I were to, if I were to give, ask you to give one example of that, who comes to mind? La? I mean, obviously, Taman. Taman is <laughs> the number one example. In the light of... And his recent protege, <laughs> yeah, Tan, Wuming. Tan Wuming, yeah. yeah. So, But the interesting thing also is that how Singapore is divided into the GRCs and SMCs is decided mm-hmm. by a committee... Yeah, and and so that's where there's also been claims of like, uh, it's Very decided mandatory. by the electoral boundaries review committee. Yeah. So so it, yeah, it just felt I don't know how it's done in other countries, but there's this, basically this committee that decides how to divide Singapore up. And even as recent as last year, there was a change, you no? Know? Yeah. Yeah. Previously, there were 16 GRCs and 13 SMCs, and then the GRCs were reduced from six people to five people to make one more, and there was one more GRC in Sengkang created, and then yeah. there was one more SMC. So with all these changes, right? I think that's why it's so important to have opposition in parliament lah, because at least there's someone to question why these changes are being made.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the things is that we've come to accept this this changing electoral boundaries almost as a fact of life, really. Uh, yeah. Where where actually, it sh- I mean, it doesn't need to be a fact of life. Lah. Like, why one, one day you are sleeping in Bishan Topayo, GRC, next morning you wake up, you're in Marymount, you know? So that's oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's was literally true. a post from the musician... Jeremy Montero, he said, last night I I slept, I was in Bishan Topayo, this morning I woke up in Marymount, <laughs> and he's like, well, well, why does that even make sense? So it makes it tough for people who are trying to plan ahead, you know, by doing walk, uh, meet people sessions and things like that, because they might be campaigning in one area, then the next thing you know, they are actually, you know, when elections are announced, they are, end up in
0: another area. Yeah. yeah, and I guess that's where in countries like the US, it's a bit more... Consistent la, because a state is a state, you can't redraw the state every election. Yeah, la. but as I understand, there
1: is gerrymandering within like state elections and stuff like that. As oh, well. I yeah, see, I yeah. see, I see. I guess yeah. it
0: is a political tool, la, unfortunately. Mm. Right? It is so, what it is. And I mean, uh, another thing I know is that Singapore uses the first past the post system. Mm, mm. So, broadly speaking, what I understand is that first past the post system is kind of like a, a plural system where the number of seats is no not proportional to the number of votes. The percentage of votes that are obtained. Yeah, yeah. Right. Correct. So I think in the two thousand eleven election was the first time PAP didn't get majority votes, and mm. yet they still won because they won more GRCs and SMCs la.
1: Mm Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah.
0: I think now PAP has sixty nine point nine percent of the seats, which is quite a lot. Uh, but I think yeah, not all democracies around the world use this system, which was something that I also found. Interesting. I think I did. I realized this. Two thousand eleven. I think was the first election that it became cool to care. You remember that? Two thousand eleven.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a so-called watershed a like, watershed election. Why? Eh? Because it was the first time PAP lost a group GRC to opposition. Previously, they oh. had only lost single seats. You know, to one or two people, Chiam C. Tong or J B Jernam. But this was the first time they lost a whole GRC to and a they very. Lost two? a very organized a very uh forward thinking workers party la, who uh-huh. is the only opposition to to you know actually have hold a grc
0: lah and there was lothia Kiang. yeah yeah
1: lothia Kiang, right. the old guy and guard, 2011
0: yeah. was also the first time that PAP, like i said earlier uh, did not get the majority vote like in terms of yeah. absolute number of votes yeah, yeah, and yeah. i remember yeah. 2011 i was 27 and yeah they like my friends were having like voting uh like polling day parties, parties yeah. Yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that and and i think that was also the the first time social media like, I mean, it was gaining prominence, so people were more connected yeah. than ever. And I remember seeing pictures of huge opposition rallies to the point yeah. that I think that affected how people voted in 2015.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? I think people were afraid that there would be more erosion of, like, the incumbent seats. Yeah, it means 2011, you didn't attend any
0: parties, lah. Any no no I did, I did, I did, I did, Because oh, yeah I, yeah yeah. yeah. I was dating a girl who was super into it, so that's how I got more into it also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I
1: I hosted <laughs> one also. I hosted one, so I was like but I think in twenty eleven we weren't hanging out. We weren't out that good anything. friends, <laughs> la, yeah, yeah. we weren't sorry, united sorry. by the
0: cause of MOF. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah. I was still a racist, <laughs> racist Chinese chauvinist.
0: Yeah. Oh your voting party, all Chinese people on here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, la, unfortunately, you know. That's how it is. La. Fucking la. all Chinese people only. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, I mean, uh, I think
1: you're uh, raising quite interesting uh, thing here, lah. In that, I was just saw I just saw something on the on Reddit. They showed a headline from the new paper from nineteen ninety seven, the general election mm. nineteen ninety seven, and then it's basically a graphic that says, "Before you vote, what I'm voting for." And Then under PAP side, it's upgrading save and MPs of acceptable character. Then under the opposition side, is no concrete programs, alternative voice to check government so oh shit we're talking that about ni- where?
0: 1997
1: on the new paper cover, newspaper cover on the new paper oh, cover it's it's going yeah. around I mean the headline on Reddit is clear example of media control right before 97 elections so in my mind I was just thinking actually we've come a very long way la, since yeah. those days when you know your newspaper was just the only thing the only source of information and they could write whatever the hell they, they wanted you had no feedback whatsoever la. but nowadays mm. it's like, I mean as much as there's still like we talk about gerrymandering all that going on uh, there's a lot more avenues for you to get informed uh, as a voter as compared to I mean even this media. podcast
0: 1997 we would just yeah. be shouting on the corner of the street yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. hey and guys then, listen to us they'll check you into IMH straight away uh.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: now, now it's like okay lah I mean uh, as much as we complain about control that there's still uh, at there's least it's, outlets, still be- it's still better than ninety seven that's for sure yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, even in 2011, we had our first kind of like celebrity politician, aside from the, the old guard, Nicole mm. Sia, right? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was the first time she appeared and people, I, I remember watching the video or, uh, of her speech or something in 2011 and it was being shared like crazy yeah. and that was the first time I was like, holy shit, like people actually care about politics, since when yeah. do people care this much? Like? Because I think like what you said, they could actually share something that that might might uh, give them a chance to say something they couldn't say previously because before exactly. the social media, the only way you can do is by voting like and you, most people would never say, eh, hey, uh, who they voted for, right? So then yeah. there's this air of like, okay, don't fuck with the incumbent. Whereas yeah. with social media, you, I mean, even now, like, uh, and if you're savvy with social media, like a few days ago, I think the Workers' Party uploaded their preview video that just showed their their uh the people running for the election sitting down, and it was so mm-hmm. fucking good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's I think it's important.
1: Yeah, it's important uh, to talk about this because maybe there are people who listen to this podcast that might be younger than you and me and they yeah. don't remember that last time when you see something on newspaper, like the new even a new paper or what, or you see on Straits Times, it's like, that's when it's official. It's like, yeah, you know, if you tell your mother this is news or what, you got to show her the article on the Straits Times, like printed article. Then people yeah. will believe it, right? As, as yeah, new. exactly. Whereas now try? it's like, you yeah. can you can be a purveyor of your own news and then you create your own website, your mothership.com or whatever, you know. <laughs> this one. And it's like, it's, it's unbelievable that we're at this stage. So, so, I mean, it's, it's, um it's, it's not just about the the media itself that has been not say less controlled, but it's just that people have really taken the whole thing to their own hands up, ah, which is uh I think it's a very good opportunity for young people. If you wanna get interested in it, you have a lot of avenues to do it. Not like not like us back then, ah, you know.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. is why I was a pathetic <laughs>
2: You are a pathetic. Because <laughs> there so were no avenues.
0: There were no avenues. No, but if you think about it, right? If anyone doubts the well, like what Terence was saying, you look at your own parents or uncles or aunties. The reason why they keep forwarding all this, these headlines that make no fucking sense, right? Is because I think in their world, as long as it appears on the headline or something that sounds legitimate, like is real. Mm-hmm, whereas per- the yeah. the younger generation, you grow up just with almost like a inbuilt cynicism of of the establishment and stuff like that. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's true. Like, right now, there's so many more avenues to find out about the election. There's so many more avenues to find out about politics. Last time, we well, fucking had to watch like 9 o'clock news or read the newspaper which is like... Bah! Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Now you can find like 2-minute explainer videos, 3-minute explainer videos, really entertaining podcasts like this, hint, hint. Yeah. So, and then
1: of- so, but... um, I, I don't know if you've been looking around at it, but why do you think people have been... I, I've seen some uh, opposition talking about it as well. They're questioning the timing of this election. Uh, why, why is everyone questioning the timing of this election
0: okay, so, so much? I know, I know this was highlighted uh, not just by the, the laymen or the people on, online. Uh, it was even highlighted by Tan Cheng Bok, who is mm. from PSP. Yeah. And what I understand is that earlier this year, it was even being discussed that okay, everyone knew that elections was going to happen at some point this year lah, because they had to hold it by April 2021. Right. Mm-hmm. So people already were kind of like, oh, okay, you know. You can see even last year when Hing Sweet and uh or as we refer to him Sugar Daddy Hing, mm-hmm. uh, he was he and Chan Chun Singh were going up the ranks and Tarman was kind of like taking a back seat. It they we we were being primed for the next generation of leaders like, so people could yeah. feel it. Um and I think there was uh, talk in in Parliament that with the pandemic that it might affect the election process. Like. So then yeah. I think Teo Chi Han was the one who said that one possibility was that parliament is dissolved but there's an interim government Mm. which means we dissolve but we don't hold the elections until the pandemic plays itself out and in the middle we have this interim government. So Mm. he said that would be a big risk to Singapore. Tan Ching Bok said um, it would be an unconstitutional interim government is a much better option than exposing millions of Singaporeans to the risk of the disease. Of course, there's politics inbuilt in those statements. But yeah. that is one of the reasons uh, yeah. because of the potential threat. Especially because, you know, we have taken quite conservative measures to uh, safeguard the pandemic um, and to push the elections. There's a notion, like, you know, we don't want to be a Djokovic, right? <laughs> a yet. Mm, <Djokovidian. laughs>
1: yeah. But I mean, that's why I say that I I, mean, I think that the... Just looking at it, like, uh, what has happened the last few weeks, moving away from CB into Phase 1, into Phase 2, I think... Uh, like the government really chose the best time possible for themselves to have this election. uh. You think about it, uh, like we came out of CB and then the next thing you know, phase one actually wasn't that different. uh. It's almost like they're holding us back, like dogs like that, holding us (laughs) back, not letting us out of the cage for two weeks, right? And then for those two (laughs) weeks, the only entertainment we had on TV was their own political broadcast talking about the future of Singapore where they trotted out one minister after another. Then suddenly on 19 June, they're like, Eh, okay everything's free go and do whatever the hell you want you know you're free and happy to do whatever and then yeah. some of us are like, like me I'm I'm a bit cautious I'm like whoa shit I'm not ready to go all out but then within like you know uh, just like probably a week or so of that they suddenly say oh okay uh, elections are here <laughs> yeah, the then you realize oh fuck you know like you know I was expecting maybe there might be a rise in cases because of opening up Singapore so much but I realized mm. this rise in cases will not come in time for the general election you know Like Mm -hmm. such that the spike will probably only be seen after the election actually happens. So at this point, they're just sort of maintaining the numbers and not moving it, not letting it fluctuate too much, really. And so so it just looks so good for them. And and yeah, like like during a crisis, everything always favors an incumbent, right? You know, like 9 11, George Bush, everything. So
0: they just really timed it so perfectly. eh? And yeah, I mean, if, even you look at it, like, there's no, there's no, you can't do any more rallies, like, you have to do what like, fucking, like, Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. And one of the yeah. biggest tools of the opposition parties in 2011 and 2015 were rallies. I remember yeah. there was one fucking Workers' Party rally that had like 80,000 people, was it? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, No, right? Correct, correct. It was a fucking huge, and you see that, and I think that's why uh, the. The voting, the votes for the opposition party decreased in twenty fifteen because I honestly mm. think there were some Singaporeans who want more opposition representation, but still want the PAP Not to be in much. power. They saw that they're like, oh yeah. fuck, I cannot vote for the opposition because yeah. they might actually win la. So and yeah, I mean the so
1: the, I think, the how do you, remember when Trump uh he had his inaugura- inauguration ceremony after he became yeah, president. Yeah. Then there were all these debates about uh, how, like many, how people many people with that, in the it? audience, right? <laughs> so that it was kind of like that where we saw that like, the PAP. Like, nobody was at their rallies and then all the photos were all <laughs> yeah, close up. And then when you see the WP, they always they do the white shots and then it's like, yeah, uh, thousands of people. I remember that. That uh. was quite
0: funny. Yeah, it was fucking powerful, man. And you see the picture, you're like, oh, shit. And it almost became like a concert, you know, like, like yeah. young people were like, hey, you go going to the rally. And then, yeah. you know, like any big gathering of people, even something as propagandistic or whatever the fucking verb or noun for that is, as yeah. like something like NDP, right? When there's yeah. like 50,000 people, it's a very powerful thing. Like. So now the opposition is not going to be able to do that yeah, yeah, so yeah. it feels like i mean yeah like it's yeah it's it's so brilliant the way that this has panned out because if you mm. like like what you said, you know, I think keeping us in, right, where the moment we are let go, it's almost like, like a, you know, like on social media, when you see a lot of likes, you get a dopamine hit, right? Yeah. yeah. And then everything is like fucking instant gratification now. I think everyone is just, was foaming at the mouth. You get like influencers and domestic helpers arguing about b and yeah, all this yeah, shit. Exactly. People were at their limit. Then the moment yeah. they let out, uh, it's like, oh my God, fucking yeah. everything is great. Yes. Exactly. I, I, knew, I, knew, <laughs> I, knew,
1: I knew, I think I, I saw some restaurant owner on Facebook who was like, Oh, you dare to hold election and then don't let people dine at restaurants. You you <laughs> yeah. wait and see. You wait and see what happened. You wait and see what happened, PAP.
0: <laughs> so So in in the PAP's defense, I think what they said is there's there's gonna be more polling stations, there's gonna be yeah. some e-polling mechanic and all this stuff. So it just feels like uh yeah, okay, you guys say that is okay, but then a lot of the other things. Like people were getting fined and shit like that yeah. for. So then, what happens to the social ambas- uh distance distancing ambassadors at the polling booths? Uh, I guess probably more jobs for them.
1: Or they have to stand at more polling booths, thousand over polling booths this time. And then even the yeah. stay home notice people, people at stay home notices in hotels yeah. will also have a polling booth for them at to the ho- hotel. At the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the crazy times we're in. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So
0: so it's it's interesting like Which is why I thought like workers' party when they released the video that was quite slick quite mm, social media mm. friendly, it was, wow well, n- not bad lah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. And the way they, they talked, I think they had a, vi- released a longer video yesterday and the issues yep. they talked about, I think it was a very smart move lah. Because, okay, I don't know if you saw Lim Tian's video. Yeah, uh, no, not yet, not yet. Lim Tian from the party, People's Voice. So he, used to be the leader of NSP, which is the, National Solidarity Party. Uh, He has now started People's Voice. And, I don't know man, like his video, was so, polar opposite and almost, I mean, I consider myself fairly liberal, um, but even I looked at that, I'm like, how the fuck are you going to get that done in yeah. such, in one big swing? La? And it's almost a bit disconcerting because he was talking about how, you know, like, want to do minimum wage, uh, want to, uh, in, like, decrease wealth inequality and all these very high-level topics. Mm-hmm. Whereas I thought the way the Workers' Party did it was a lot more, they just talked about why it's important to have opposition. Yeah. Just because yeah. you are volunteering to help the opposition doesn't mean you oppose uh, the incumbent. You just want a better Singapore. And I thought that was fucking on points, here. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my
1: thought was that uh, candid- the candidates aside, la, the video yeah. was just just stirred up a lot of emotions in people. Yeah. It made you feel like uh, whatever it is, right, whether these people win or lose, they've already put in so much work into getting to know their constituencies oh, yeah, yeah, correct, about correct, correct. plunging into politics. And it's difficult, lah. You know, you don't yeah. hear the PAP going around, oh, you know, it's so tough being a PAP. It's so tough being... They just talk about oh I my modest background, you know, but I also did a lot of things. <laughs> no, but but you I don't hear all the, the the stuff they've already done. Whereas the workers' party one was really about uh we've already sacrificed so much and this point this point is just like the it's like the coming out party. La. we've already been working behind the scenes for so long. This yeah. is the coming out party for us.
0: Yeah. I mean I watched it also and the, the amount of grassroots work they do. I think the one thing you said, if the PAP came out, say people are like, hey, fuck you, like you earn a million dollars, then yeah, you shut exactly, up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I thought, okay, like workers' party, uh, workers' party quite quite savvy. Uh, mm. but then overall, right, okay. So there are the big parties, which is Workers' Party uh, yeah. and PAP. And then you get the new parties, which is mm. PSP, which is Tan Cheng Bok, uh his, his party, which was recently, uh, ha- has the has an inclusion of Lee Hsien Yang. Yeah. Lee Hsien uh, younger or older brother? Younger brother, right? Younger brother. Prime Minister's. Yeah. Hey, wait, I gotta check.
2: So, so don't know younger, whether he's going to
0: yeah. be, don't know whether he's going to be standing for election, but he yeah. also addressed the nation, and I say yeah. in air quotes, because it was a Facebook Live video. Like, I yeah. also can say 5pm, I'm going to address the nation. <laughs> just put it in Facebook Live. No, but it was... <laughs>
1: This different course is Lee Kuan Yew's son addressing the nation. True lah, the, la- the only other person who can say he's Lee Kuan Yew's son addressing the nation is the Prime Minister. That's know? true so lah, that's it's, true. It's a still a big deal, you know? That's true, that's true.
0: So you're saying me putting like, an, like on my yeah. Facebook, I'm like, I'll be addressing the nation at 9pm yeah. and sign off like HT. There's, yeah, no there, yeah, there's no impact there. There's no impact. Maybe <laughs> only for,
1: only for Yalap people who listen to Yalap but then got
0: impact.
2: No, but, but the cool,
0: the interesting thing was I think the first video that kind of showed that he's being part of PSP was done at Tiong Baru Food Market. Yeah, market yeah, yeah, which correct. And there's an iconic photo of Lee Kuan Yew at the same food market years yeah, ago. no? Yeah. So, the, was it, like,
1: that's why the rumours are, are, are out there that he is going to run in Tanjong Paga which is where Lee Kuan Yew used to stand and which is oh. where Mr. Ki Chiu Chan Chun Sing is the lead the lead here, <laughs> la, <in> Ta <laughs> So Tan Chan Jun Seng hasn't hasn't. I think I don't think he's won himself a lot of fans in recent recent yeah. months. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, we'll wait and see if
0: if, if there's gonna be a fight in Tanjung So, so going back to that, okay, the big parties, PAP, Workers Party, the new parties, there are PSP, which is People's Solidarity Party. There's People's Voice by Lim Tien and mm. Red Dot United. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we spoke about that. Who, uh, if they don't win, they, <laughs> yeah, they can pivot to a, a teaching academy for football or something. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the other parties that have no parliamentary presence that have been around for a while there's SDP, which is Chief Soon Juan's party. Yep. There's SPP, which is Singapore People's Party, which yeah. is the one that See Tong was from, but he stepped down last year. Yeah. And then the Singapore Democratic Alliance, Yep. which Correct. was supposed to be joined by singapore's first people's power party which is my favorite political party name mm. reform party and democratic progressive party but apparently sda has put their membership on hold and they just want to keep the alliance unofficial yeah. so essentially that's the overview of the parties it's almost like the premier league table la. actually maybe yeah. there's a way we should kind of like do a daily update on like who who's in the lead you know like in the us they had the march madness the football yeah, 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 the right, basketball right, right, yeah uh for the college playoffs, yeah. right? And you have all these betting pools and all that. I think in two thousand fifteen there were also betting pools. Not to I'm say sure like, like 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 the, the money betting. There are many ways to do it. La. Yeah. So it just feels drinking like it could be bingo parties lah. Just drinking parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah bingo yeah. parties. So then in terms of timeline, okay, twenty third June it was dis- parliament was dissolved. Thirtieth June is gonna be the nomination. Thirtieth June to eighth July is the campaigning period. Second July is the first political party broadcast. What what is that?
1: Do you know? Uh basically I mean, it's just a uh, something that was brought over from all the old mainstream media days, lah. Like when every party was given a, is given amount of time on on TV to talk, for like oh. I think single member constituencies get three minutes, and each GRC gets twelve to fifteen minutes depending so on how big on the GRC la. is. So it'll be on TV, lah. Yeah, it'll be broadcast on the uh, national TV, uh, free to air TV.
0: Hey, actually, that's cool. Cool, maybe we should do a live stream or something together with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, uh, yeah, but it's just that you have to listen to them talk, la. so it, it's not, you can't really, unless if we're, it's not like commentary on, on fighting or like, you know, like the fighter commentary or what, where you watch and then you listen. Oh, yeah, to yeah, that's true. <laughs> if we're that's talking true. over them, no one's going to be <laughs> listening to them, and then you are feeding to the bias that, that people might have, you see. That
0: is true, yeah, unless yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. other way to do it, uh, like in between or something, like Tyrus House, mm-hmm. like that, like we give commentary you know. Yeah, yeah, although, although then, uh, usually they're, they're not that
1: exciting because uh, it's very canned talks as you would uh, imagine on mainstream TV Then all,
0: they all look so nervous because they're in front of TV and everything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I kind of miss the, the possibility of going to rallies because uh, it was still yeah. fun to go and see just see how different the, the PAP does it versus workers yeah. party and some of the the less professional
2: uh, but, yeah. parties uh.
1: but that's why that's why uh, one of the things I think uh it's very important because now there are no physical rallies, right, like you said, yeah. is to understand a lot of the memes that people are talking about online, right? Memes, ah. poli- the Memes that have come out from our elections in Singapore. La. So, yeah. what are some memes that you have, uh, you remember or that you've come across?
0: I know there was that, that fucking guy who announced the election results.
1: Oh, Yum Army. Yum That guy was the, he bombs, was the Yeah. The <laughs> context, he was the head of the People's Association which is a non- uh, partisan association. But he would come out and announce the results one by one of every constituency. And he yeah. said it with such a straight face and, and after that he became
0: a meme and then after that he became very popular like basically after People that. People remixed like music videos with him and all that. Yeah, and yeah, I can't yeah, even yeah. remember what he sounds like but he was one meme. Apart from yeah, that, I can't I can't do you have any any no, yeah, yeah.
1: So have... so like talking about rallies, I mean uh there was that famous one I can't remember the guy's name, an opposition guy who who basically his he had a speech that he gave uh, during a rally la, where he was basically I mean he's talking about why you shouldn't vote for PAP and then it was his line was a handshake is basically a promise, a commitment, a tall order means I must meet that tall order and it's for you. And it's for you in the sense that and he points to the and he points to the people la, and it's for you in the sense that three fingers also pointing at me. It's also for me. It's for us. And if the result is good, thumbs up, man. And if the re- and the result is lousy, what happened? Boo to P A P. And so, <laughs> I, thumbs I, I just, up, man. Yeah, nobody understood what the hell he's saying. Years later, people still don't know what he's saying. But his <laughs> thumbs up, man, has become like a meme. Boo to P A P has become a meme. And that, that there's a gif of him doing that boo to PAP action la, Cause he he did it really much more agitated than I I did la.
0: Oh Fucking thumbs up, man. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a video on YouTube. We'll put that yeah, link yeah, yeah. in the it's show definitely. notes if we can find it. Yeah,
1: yeah, So that, that that was one one meme like That that unfortunately physical rallies you won't see. The other one uh is also from Chan Jun Singh. You know he was the he's the guy that like uh he loves to speak in very colloquial. A very colloquial way, and he always looks so uncomfortable when he has to be ministerial. But then when he's speaking new rallies, he got oh, yeah two, key all these Hokkien mm. terms that that I mean, endear him to some, but also turn off some people la. So mm. yeah, we won't we won't get any of that anymore. Uh, yeah, and then um, any other memes that you've seen? Uh, oh yeah, man. Uh, how about how about the 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 the, the, the one thing uh, that oh uh, yeah, Let's say for example, uh, own self check own self. Why why do you do you know that? The, no, how it came I, I know I know of the of that saying but I don't know how it came about it's actually from uh, it was also from Go Chok Tong because he I think he was asked uh, you know that that time when they're talking about needing opposition to check to check yeah, uh, yeah. on PAP then basically Go Chok Tong was saying no, PAP is the best check for itself so after that people coined the term own self check own self la, to say oh, that shit. you basically set your own standards for yourself and then you, you just check yourself lo. so that has become a term that everyone uses to to say someone who self governs and self like uh, mm. regulates and and you know does is a, doesn't allow anyone else to to check on his uh work or his standards yeah. so own self check on self is the term yeah yeah i see yeah so a lot of a lot of these damn funny memes have come out of elections that last for i don't know fifteen twenty years yeah 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 exactly that's yeah. true yeah. Uh. so, so it's, yeah, think, it's quite yeah it's quite sad la. physical rallies we won't see that anymore la.
0: No, but now, can you imagine, even like last week we talked about it, there was one party yeah. when they were announcing their members they had to use the World of Warcraft live stream, right? Because <laughs> yeah, there was a yeah, live yeah. streaming. I tell you, there's going to be so many fuck-ups, right? And like, yeah. I, can't, I can't wait. Uh, the, it's it, it's like, you know, when CB and lockdown started around the world, you would think there would be a vacuum of content, right? But holy yeah. shit, the amount of content that came out that was so creative and all that. Right, I think this election is going to be even more interesting because 2015 was almost like the second time Social media was a big part of elections it was almost mm. like more of the same. This yeah. one is gonna be fucking fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. I just wish I just wish there would be like the debates, uh like how they do it in the US. Oh yeah, I there think that's be something fucking fun to seize here.
1: Yeah, that's something they used to have until uh they were destroyed by JB Jarrett one of the opposition party people. The single Ooh, is it? yeah, JB Jarrett like destroyed his his opponent, which I think if I'm not wrong, Lee Sin Long was was one of the opponents also. Oh. Uh, back in the day So after that They <laughs> canned all these Political debates already Because they know oh, that no, they yeah. can't, You know some people Just are not made for debates no, They're not ready yeah. To be questioned So um, Even just reacting badly In terms of losing Your temper that is not a good Correct. look yeah, So I mean then you come up With someone like A lawyer like JB Gerard And all
0: who There was the one video A few months ago Of uh, Daddy Hing's Sweet Kid uh, Sugar Daddy Hing uh, Who I think he kept on asking for a break during parliament, oh, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So people are like, what? <laughs> so, what so kind of debate is saying, it when you ask for a break? Huh? Yeah, yeah, you ask for a break. So, yeah. so I guess yeah, that that, I will, I would say it makes sense politically, but as a as a voter, it sucks. Right? that would be so fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, it would, it would. But uh,
1: yeah So I I guess uh, we have we we probably will be talking a lot more about politics coming up. Yeah. But this was we, just sort of a primer, just a, like just like what what has interesting to us in the last few days like right honestly
0: it was just useful for me to understand what the fuck's going on uh. yeah yeah welcome to (laughs) the not so pathetic world (laughs) not so pathetic yeah yeah, the less pathetic maybe (laughs) that should be the less pathetic like not apathetic yeah the less pathetic show
1: yeah yeah actually that's a great great title I was just about to ask you off air like hey, what should we call it I think less pathetic less pathetic pathetic. yeah (laughs) we're not apathetic yeah we're not Not pathetic. we are (laughs) less pathetic (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a good on. <laughs> exactly. Then yeah. if we can film in an office, we should. Uh, no, I was going to say wear white, but no, no, no. We have to be impartial. We have to be yeah, impartial. Have to wear. Okay. Yeah. Else, uh, yeah. But yeah. So so I mean today that one we were not going to debate much because it was just for us to give the context. Hopefully. That provided some new info hopefully yeah. you didn't listen and just go like what the fuck i knew everything already yeah if you knew and everything well, then apologies
1: but then uh, a lot of, you, yeah. a lot of our listeners come from like far flung places like germany yeah. canada and, and uk so we just want to make sure like everyone understands how excited why why like, our small island of singapore we're very excited about this
0: yeah especially because there's... i mean like there's no new movies coming out. There's no live sports. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. uh, live sports y- are happening, but it's a different kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, to those less pathetic listeners, uh, well, next week's show will be different. In yeah. fact, no, 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 not even next week. The next topic is a bit is a mm. bit uh debatable already. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Can you, so, can you give a yeah. rundown what so, it is? So there was someone who posted something last night. Uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, his, he he made it public. So someone on Facebook posted a screenshot of a conversation he had with. Uh, his real estate agent, I believe. So, just to read what, what is in that post, he asked, have I asked have my friends? The agent replied, you all Indians? He said, yes. Mm. Uh, has shared here, this is our profile. We And he referred to a message above which said, we are two Singaporeans and one foreigner who are professionals working in marketing and f- finance in CBD, looking to rent from mid-July onwards uh, on a one-year lease. Mm. And then he asked, is it possible for viewing this weekend? Um, And then the agent replied, owner don't prefer Indians. And he replied, lol, okay. Then he took a screenshot of just that. And to his credit, he didn't put the name or number of the agent. And he posted it on Facebook and overnight it went viral in the sense it has 1,700 shares. Um, And basically, I was, I mean, I guess I was a bit naive to think that the comments would kind of point out, okay, the agent shouldn't have said that. But, But no, there were a lot of people who said they don't see the problem with that. Uh but w- what do you mean don't see the problem with that? Like, like they were saying examples? that they were saying that uh okay, the owner is the owner owns the place and mm. they have a right to their preference la yeah, uh, yeah. And, and there were some people of Chinese ethnicity who said even when they were looking for flats they've been told that uh you know the owner wants a Malay or Indian family, so they've also experienced it. So what's the problem? Mm. So I saw enough of that to make me go like, Oh shit, uh it's more divided than I thought it would be la. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, okay, my my initial thought is that I think, ah, fuck, it's a sad thing to see, la. Mm. Uh, and I wish the agent didn't respond like that. I wish the owner didn't have that sort of, uh, this uh, how you say that sort of preference, stereotypical yeah. preference. But what was your thoughts when you saw it, la? Uh,
1: I mean, it's uh, we we covered this topic before as well. Uh, because I think there are more there are a lot of high profile situations like that. Uh, I, mean, I guess the 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 one funny thing I noticed was that there were a lot of um, profiles on Facebook who were apologizing on behalf of Chinese people for for this message for, from the from this agent. La. But mm. uh, I tried to find, but I didn't see anything that makes it very clear that what ethnicity of the owner of the place or the agent was, la, whether it was also Chinese or what. Mm. So I think <laughs> that's true. those people <laughs> apologizing also, I think hold your horses a bit. I'm not saying you, you, you're doing a bad thing, but I'm just saying... We don't know everything about this agent either, right? Always, what we know is that they just said that they 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 don't like a certain race, which is Actually, a terrible is thing. True. But we don't know what race this person is either. Okay, could, so what if he, what, what if he's Indian? What if he's Indian <laughs> yeah, himself? What, I was going to say, there. What? No problem.
0: Everyone is like, oh yeah, okay, we understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take back our comments. This is true. <laughs> right. People be like, but but uh, uh uh yeah because exactly. because yeah like actually yeah even even that didn't strike me that all he did was this screenshot la and as much as it's terrible i think we there's almost too much of this okay take a snippet and people jump to conclusions like mm-hmm. of course if the agent is chinese uh the the owner's chinese or i, I wouldn't say just chinese like the majority race la, because a big mm-hmm. part of the conversation needs to be that okay in singapore you do have a majority race with minority races yeah. and i think if it is verified even the person who posted didn't Say anything like that about yeah. the context of the the consent the consent la. So, actually, yeah, because that I mean, so in some way, when I looked at it, I was more disappointed with the comments than I than I was with the message that the that he had with the real estate agent. Mm. Because the real estate agent, I mean, I think it's one of those things that it doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. I wish it didn't happen, but it did Doesn't surprise me. Not to say that it. Uh, I don't think we should speak up about this kind of thing. I think we should definitely speak up. But in the comments, it was immediately divided. There was no one kind of saying what you just said about how... The only things I saw that people said, okay, you know for context, you know, I, I have rented it out to Indian people and the smell of Indian cooking is really damn bad so you can't blame the owner. So that kind mm. of comment I'm like, shut the fuck up, like okay? Mm. You telling me Indian food is the only food that is ar- that aromatic, is it? You can mm-hmm. be you can cook like fish and chips, but if you don't fucking clean up and yeah. you just leave the things around the house, you'll still stink. Yeah, yeah. La. So so that's where and then some people were saying, okay, there's preference and discrimination and then um someone said that, okay, I like I like beef more than I like other meats doesn't mean I don't like meat. <laughs> <Then I'm> like,
2: <laughs> wait, All lives matter.
0: All lives matter. <laughs> what, what, what the fuck, man? So, so I mean, I guess the the issue for me is like, okay, the the biggest problem here is that you are assuming that even if you had a bad experience with five out of the five Indian people you mm-hmm. rented, right? For you to assume that the next Indian will be like that is almost like a big part of what it means to be racist, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Correct. But then I think there was yeah, there was not enough people asking for more context mm. and almost it almost is divided based on their preconceived biases really
1: exactly, exactly. So everyone has some sort of, everyone is racist, being racist in this way. If you're merely assuming that that person must have been Chinese, oh, yes. then you're also being racist. <laughs> you're not asking the right questions, which is what our podcast is about. It's about asking questions before you make like, a informed decision about anything. So yeah, mm. I'm, not, I'm not supporting it at all, but I'm just saying that there's just not enough information for me to immediately say, "Oh, this is so racist." I mean, okay, lah. I mean, the the truth is, a lot more minorities face, I think, this kind of issue. But there are also cases where I think in the comments you see some people saying, "I'm Chinese, but I also got rejected for a place because they prefer non-Chinese, lah." You know? Yeah. So but, it does happen. But that happen argument, the but that also, argument
0: also simplifies it because there's. I think I do think there's a difference about you being discriminated against if you are. The majority lah. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah,, I think that dynamic, so there 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 are comments here that annoy me because they are so fucking simplistic, la. like, the comment you mentioned, yeah. then reading another comment, I think those are who are in the majority race here should sit down and shut the fuck up, which yeah. to me is like, no, you shut the fuck up because yeah. then it becomes all about you that means what if you have a good point, you can't say, is it because you are you like, are the majority right
1: yeah so so that's i mean I, I don't I don't I'm saying that it happens a lot more for Indians or Malay people in Singapore. Uh but but the m- important thing first is before yeah, before you make a comment, try and find out more. La. And then if you can't find out more, don't immediately assume that it must be, you know, must be because it's Chinese or what la, right? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah, you get like what you said, there are Chinese people apologizing on behalf of other Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. Uh you have get got Indian people saying, Yo, you know, bro, suck it up. This is a minority thing. You got people yeah. calling the people who are voicing out liberat- liberal liberal uh, leftards, liberal, <laughs> white, BLM, leftist, retards or something like that. So, yeah. but, but that's where I feel anyone who, there's definitely, I, I think anyone who experiences something kind of like uh, racist has every mm-hmm. right to, to bring it up, you know? Yep, but yep. if you are bringing it up for the sake of uh, stirring up discussion to help alleviate the situation, right? Then I think you also need to fucking think about how you post, lah. Yeah, I think, you
1: know, like, it reminds me of the Sarah Tiong, that, that thing. Yeah. We bring it up again, but it really, well, yeah, she said racist, and it, it, it probably was racist, probably, but again, there wasn't enough information or context to really make that, that kind of judgment about it, right?
0: Yeah, and and to me, it almost, like, it just feels, like, even this case, right, is like, what. There's so much more context you could have uh given to remove any ambiguity that yeah. would help the conversation be more constructive. Because now we don't even fucking know the context. Like what yeah. you said, I think it's super important to know the ethnicity of the the people involved. La, because yeah. I mean I think there is a big difference of you being like discriminatory towards your own race versus mm-hmm. another race. La. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, so so that's where yeah, fuck everything now is is just If this happens, then it doesn't. the 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 finer details are not given, and I think that's a big fucking problem now because this ultimately the the comments do nothing. Uh, we don't know the context, the original poster, he made an edit, uh, he, he updated his post to kind of say, okay, this became so much bigger than intended, so adding a few thoughts, no, I'm not going to name and shame the owner agent because this is not an isolated incident, just so happened that I shared this experience and then mm. to those that say, respect owner's opinions, I'm sorry you feel that way but think about it this way, how would you feel if you were treated like an unwanted or inferior in your own country solely mm. on the basis of your races or how you look but but you, can't you give the context of the, yeah, yeah it just feels like, wow, oh, this this, yeah. this post, is, it doesn't do anything la.
1: Yeah, I think I think needing if, if he wants to post this, there's also yeah uh, he also needs to give the full context to be responsible like, Cause yeah yeah uh, you know you you, you don't want and people like you don't want to be lighting a fire after that you're like you know I it's, this is much bigger than what I, did. I mean. Obviously he posted because he wanted a reaction, right? So he yeah. got a reaction now, and he, I think I think he should give a bit more context. Uh.
2: I
0: mean I think the reaction thing, yeah, I want a reaction. I guess. He if he if he I mean I think he has every yeah, he has every right to post it but just like mm. how you know you brought up the Sarah Young thing I think yeah. the context you're referring to is someone kind of articulated why because on our podcast we were both kind of the the of the mindset that she kind of potentially co opted the the real I mean racism for something yeah. that might not be as racist and I think I was a lot more. Uh, uh, bullish about that perspective but yeah. someone on our subreddit pointed out that okay the situation in Australia is very different uh, mm-hmm. with regards to Australians and people of Chinese ethnicity which I totally respect and yeah. which after reading my perspective did change a bit and, and I think even you right the next podcast you follow up saying that okay your perspective had changed a bit but that was because of the context that she gave and mm-hmm. I still have an issue with how Sarah Tiong posted something so simplistic without giving the context. And as much as people can say, as a minority, you know, you're already being discriminated against. Why should you have to give the context? That's the yeah. reality of the fucking world we live in. If yeah. you don't give the context, okay, then then ultimately, then we are posting for what? Do you really want to help solve the problem? Do you want to have a constructive discussion? If you want to, then just, you need to give a bit more of the details lah, so that yeah. there's no ambiguity. Because now, yeah. like what you said, there's, we don't even know the, the truth. And that's when you, it's like the Roshank Roshan test the ink dot test you know Yeah. you see yeah. like a an ink dot and then you when you ask what you see you kind you of like make an assumption yeah you make an <laughs> assumption of
1: the person's race and everything and how him, and what an asshole he must be yeah,
0: yeah. and then yeah. now if you do a Roshank test and then you use black and white ink people will be like hey yo don't make this about black and white man it's yeah. all about blah 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 then it's just <laughs> oh my god what the fuck so yeah so this post at first, I think when you when you suggested this, I was like, but what's there to talk about? When I read the comments, I was like, holy shit, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the state of uh, affairs in Singapore. We still get this kind of like uh, very, uh, seemingly racist kind of postings. So we just yeah. need to... I think, I think to help the conversation, like you said, we just need to be more... talk more, give more context and, and explain more clearly uh, and not ask people to just sit down and shut up. La right
2: yeah that's
0: yeah. <laughs> or, or or we have we have this ruler that uh in terms of tenancies right there's there's slots la. so yeah. you basically get a slot to like there there's an x amount of chinese people chinese tenants indian tenants uh Malay tenants and to to buy a discriminatory pass right, you have to pay that yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. you, know, right, you correct. pay this thing like okay, if you want to every race you don't have you don't have to pay the racist premium, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. install a racist premium because yeah, yeah. that way. You know, it's very clear that uh, uh, that 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 person has a preference. They pay a bit. Maybe yeah. it can. <laughs> okay, honestly, if I ask you, right, if if I was looking for a place and the person is a fucking racist, but he gives me fifty percent off.
1: Yeah, lah. You know, spider, like
0: he yeah. pays he <laughs> pays the racist premium that ultimately yeah. gets used to to uh, reduce my rent, right? Yeah. That's that,
2: everybody wins. That's fantastic,
1: wins. What, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> yeah, but the other, I was also
1: thinking like, well, this this agent or so, lah. I mean, I mean, if the if your Client is really a racist and you can't help it. Uh there's also other ways, other ways you can put it yeah put la. it to the guy asking and you don't don't come across as a racist yourself, like you know. <laughs> it's like the, then your client's racism rubs off on you and you look like a racist also.
0: La. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I guess another thing that, that made me think was like, you know, now there's so much talk about racism, it's at the top of yeah. everyone's mind. But is it really are people really changing their minds? Don't it feels about. like it everyone's feels like they're still, a... Yeah, digging in. Yeah. Wow. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess that's where if anyone, if we are missing something totally glaring, because this is not a new issue, we've actually made a video about this. We, I mm. mean, I you also think it's wrong, right? It's fucked up. Of course, of course, but, yeah. But I think our biggest issue is that the way these sort of discussions happen always is the same thing. Someone posts something that is just very high level without going through the details and then boom, it explodes and then it just becomes like a fucking shit show. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, all God this is... uh damn. I mean, we'll see more and more of this kind of discussions over the next couple of weeks because of elections or so. Lah. Yeah. And, and, and I think we, we hopefully we hear, uh, we can get to hear the opinions of the candidates about these kind of issues and
0: so. Lah. Right. <laughs> but I must, I just, okay, as a Chinese person, right, when you were growing up, right, yeah. what was your impression of Indian food? Right? Is it like you eat Indian food, you'll smell like Indian food for the next four days or something? Because there's so many comments yeah. and some trying to inte- intellectualize why they might not want Indian tenants because of the fucking smell of the curry. Yeah. What
1: the fuck? No, I mean, yeah. That's why there was that whole cook a pot of curry day that yeah, people yeah. were celebrating Singapore like years ago, right? You see yeah. the context was like, yeah, la, uh, I think a Chinese neighbor complaining about an Indian neighbor who was cooking curry, and then after that, Singaporeans were like, but all Singaporeans eat curry. Let's not discriminate. And then there was a cook a pot of curry day where it encouraged you to cook a pot of curry and invite your and neighbors bring, yeah. to come and eat together, la, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So also so, I mean, something we made a video about. Yeah. So it's total. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, that was yeah. literally eight years ago. But know, yeah, so it, it is. Uh, I mean, being Singaporean, like, I mean, uh, yeah, Like, you're you're correct in that. There's a lot more smelly Chinese food as well compared to Indian food, and a that lot is more true, stuff that's man. greasy. Yeah, that is so, true. Fucking
0: kueh chap, holy
1: shit, man. Uh, yeah, and then all the sambal stuff and all that that my roommate used to cook in college. A uh, Singaporean roommate used to cook in college. Hey, white ethnicity, it white ethnicity, Chinese, you might say, Chinese. Right? Ah, Chinese. Because <laughs> you say you say smell
0: way. sambal and all right, people already have something yeah, in their yeah. mind. No, Singaporean yeah. Chinese, Singaporean Chinese. Singaporean so China, yeah, it's
1: yeah. just there's just so many things from from Singapore that could actually uh, affect uh, offend your your nose. La. So let's not isolate Woo! it with one race.
0: La. Yeah, so uh-huh. I guess the takeaway is that if you want to post something, you have every right to. You should. Yeah. But if, just try and help it be a bit more constructive, so we yeah, can really yeah. isolate the issue.
1: Yeah, and speaking of post yeah. something, we are also still supposed to talk about the yes, the topics that some people so, mentioned,
0: right? Yeah, so we so we have a uh our subreddit as we mentioned, and we actually have a thread that kind of where our our subredditors or as we call them now yalla butters right yalla butters yeah, butters um, yeah. post stuff that they would like us to talk about during a podcast. So so I mean there's there's a lot of interesting stuff there, and uh not every one of it kind of feels like it warrants a full topic but but in this new segment uh, which we haven't really named yet we just want to kind of like address certain things so so I mean we can answer your questions uh, mm. and, and kind of share our thoughts uh, so there were four things that were highlighted on that thread uh, mm. just in the past seven days like there's so many from like weeks ago that we have either spoken about or addressed via comments but we just thought okay yeah. so there th- th- was the first one someone asked whether we can talk about the influencer glass door on IG mm. have you heard of it? Uh,
1: I think just briefly only, but, but no. So,
0: w- what I know is that I think two weeks ago or something, there's this new platform or there was more attention given to this new platform which is the Glassdoor equivalent of influencers. So, Glassdoor, you yeah. know the website Glassdoor la? Yep, yep, yep. It's a website where employees can give like reviews of their company. So, potential... Uh, job uh, uh, applicants can find out a bit more about the culture of your company that you can't really get from their website. La. Like yeah. they have ratings on the CEO, the culture, the work-life balance and all that. So someone started an influencer version and they were mm. posting kind of like cryptic notes about different influencers and a lot of the influencers, I think even Xiaxuei was probably the most prominent of them, started slamming this. Yeah. So I mean, I, th- I guess the, the reason is because it's all one-sided. Like, the good thing about Glassdoor is that you get, m- you have a company page that the mm. company set, sets up. I think most of the time the company sets up or employees set up and it's almost, there's a bit more, how you say a le- legitimacy. Like, whereas this yeah. one, is almost, I think anyone can set up the profile of this influencer and talk shit about them. Like, yeah, it's
1: just
2: one-sided bitching. Like,
0: right? Yeah, so, so I mean, for me, it's like, uh, we, the reason why we didn't talk about it was there were a lot of people talking about it and we didn't feel there was much to debate about. Like. Mm, yep, right. Yep, I mean, yep. my thoughts on it is that, fuck yeah. It it's just, I'm I'm kind of in indifferent. I guess I I think, huh, yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Indifferent. No, I mean,
1: like, uh, no, just not. Uh, if it's not anonymous, that w- that will clear any doubts I have, lo. Like, exactly, but, the, yeah, but because correct. it's anonymous so I feel like eh, it's not very fair la. yeah
0: because right. we can set up an account and then just shit on every other influencer out there who exactly. are getting maybe gigs that we are not getting yeah. and yeah so so it's hiding behind the veil of anonymity sucks yeah, so I yeah. think now it's anonymous is it?
1: Uh, it's still
0: anonymous la. yeah oh okay, okay it's okay, always okay. been anonymous yeah Yeah. okay so this so idea that of that
1: Glassdoor is very it's mostly am- anonymous from the employee side also it's anonymous la. yeah
0: yeah correct and then there was another comment about our thoughts on on what, what we feel when we see people hanging the flag upside down outside their house, like the Singapore yeah. flag upside down, yeah, whether yeah. intentionally or unintentionally. Because I only found out before this podcast when Terence uh, updated me that uh, it was during the circuit breaker when uh, when the government changed the rules of when we can hang the national flag outside. Because previously, mm. it was only around National Day, right? Yep, correct. And But so
1: because of... Uh all the you know shine a light from your windows to celebrate mm. uh, Singapore SG United all that. So they allow people to hang flags. Uh.
0: so so I guess the 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 poster uh, just said that sometimes they feel conflicted when on the way home they see the flag upside down. Mm. Like should they report them to storm? Should they step in and say something? But what do you think? Uh? Don't report it to storm. For goodness' sake, <laughs> like let's we talked
1: about a lot about it on this podcast. Please don't use don't weaponize your phone or storm or. And yeah. then and then start that and let the culture let the, that culture should just die out with like the, this you know the old generations and everything like right? yeah.
2: I mean
0: I honestly again if I saw I think I think in life you kinda have to pick your battles. Mm. And to me someone hanging a flag upside down, it doesn't register as a big issue for me. Like if you want you can you can get off your train and find some way to address it to them. But yeah, mm. to me it's like I I think I think focusing on on bigger problems is what I try to channel my my effort and energy on Yeah, yeah, and they but probably
1: f- my guess is that there are people whose jobs are to go and identify these flags and then maybe go and report them or or, or go to the house and tell them or what or so Oh really? Right. Yeah, you think so? Because yeah, it is against probably, yeah. yeah, it is against the law to hang it in, in that way. But obviously mm. some, some people don't do it because they are being assholes yeah. or what like, like, It's just it's, accidental. It's, like, right?
0: it's against the law because it's like disrespecting the flag, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I see. But yeah, to the person who posted that it, let just just let us know what yeah. you think about our response. And then yeah. the last one was a very broad broad question about what we think about schools going back to normal.
1: Oh, about uh, because I think there's all hoo ha about we talk about social distancing all that, but at the end of the day, kids and teenagers are basically with each other, you know, playing games with each other in school and all that. So, what's the point of all the these safety measures? Like if they are in yeah. school doing that.
0: I mean, yeah. I think I think for me, it just came down to what is the most sustainable thing. There's no way we could have locked up everyone for the longest time. There's yeah. no way we could let everyone go out for for and go back to normal. So it's a it's in the middle, and I think any policy that kind of. Uh, allowed people to go out was done with at the back of their mind the potential of a spike la. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think it was something that it doesn't make rational sense no but it makes practical sense yeah
1: but actually it, it, it did make sense when I heard the official uh, explanations why from the mm. I think the MOE the education minister Ong Kung he's mm. saying basically like um, kids at least if they are in school together right you can sort of... They're all sorted into their classes and their batches and everything. You can sort of isolate a group and then and then the rest of the school carries on. Let's say one of the students gets it. Mm-hmm. You can isolate a class of 40 or even whoever's on the floor, all those classes. But if you just let kids just go about that day, work from home or that, they pass to their parents, their parents go out to the market and pass it around, that. it's much harder to isolate and clamp down so quickly. La. Whereas in the context of a school, uh, yes, they are exposed a lot to to their classmates. But uh, yeah, la, You can quickly say, okay, class four A and six B, you're you're not going anywhere for the next two weeks, and then clamp down that quickly, uh, So it's a bit of a balance between what is like yeah. what you say is practical and what is actually. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a little bit of logic behind it, la, Which I sometimes from when you actually hear when you actually listen to the, the briefings that these ministers make, actually mm. some things uh, that didn't they immediately come to mind. Yeah, they make sense. So so I make a point to try and listen to them from the horse's mouth, la.
0: Yeah. And w- one thing, one thing also was that I think by having parents in, by having children in schools, the parents are more able to go back to to work and potentially yeah. kind of help the economy in whatever ways they yeah. they weren't able to by have, because they were having to take care of their kids yeah. at home. yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because I saw, I had a friend uh, or someone on my
1: Facebook la, who was a doctor, and his yeah. kids had to go to school. Uh, even while because he was still ser- he was still serving as a doctor and everything, uh, so his kids mm. had to go to school, and it was basically I uh, almost like one-on-one lessons with the teacher there, uh, you know. And then oh, it was it was yeah. a very isolating experience for the ki- that, but the kids were very strong through it, like uh, And he 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 dedicated that post to his children also, uh, for yeah, for struggling through. So it's not an easy thing for a parent who has kids going to school to to deal with. it And some of these parents are also uh, you know like doctors and nurses, and everything as well, uh. Yeah, right.
0: so I think I think I guess the the main thing for me is that it's it's very easy to just say, hey, how can we? Because how can we go back to normal? You know, there's still so mm. much of risk, but there's the there's uh, so many factors that go go into it, and I think locking people for as long as it might need right is also not something that is going to be sustainable. Because I totally agree with Li Xianlong in his latest speech saying that the worst of the economic fallout is yet to be seen. Mm. Like things are going to get fucking worse, man, and. One way to mitigate that is by trying to resume activities where we can yeah. and mitigate the risk. I think everything now there's going to be a risk. It's just yeah. taking the risk that is the most uh sustainable going forward because otherwise otherwise it'll, it'll be it'll be hard.
1: Yeah, we're just we're, I right. mean just we're hearing of a lot of businesses shuttering. We're yeah. not talking about small ones, uh, but like big big businesses. And yeah. I think the latest one was the Antoinette Bakery, which has been around for Yuck, like 10 correct. years or something. Yeah. It's, it's also going, saying bye-bye Of course,
0: of course don't be a Djokovic-idiot. Right? Djokovic <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. fucking uh, organised an unnecessary tennis tournament. Yeah. The, on Sunday, there was one tennis player diagnosed, and on Tuesday, he was diagnosed. Yeah. Fucking idiot.
1: And then his trainers were diagnosed, and then an NBA player who s- met him in Serbia got diagnosed, so he can't go back to play in the NBA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he wonders why he's less well liked than Roger Federer because he does stupid yeah. shit like this. La. Yeah, he can win but, all the
1: Grand Slams in the world, but
0: he'll never be number one in my heart. That's what,
2: like, yeah, I and think that's what all Roger Federer yeah, fans are saying. Exactly, exactly. Same for me. You know. yeah. Did
0: Roger Federer organize a tournament that spread the disease? No. no. So shut the fuck up, Djokovic. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Okay, oh, so right. so that was our experimental segment, which we are, which we are yet to name, and then yeah. now it's time for the final segment called the one Shook thing. Yeah, uh, you wanna go first, or I, I can go? Uh, I can go first. I can go first. Okay. Um. So th- the. because I think one thing that a lot of people may have been dealing with is trying Mm. to keep fit while they're at home right and I don't know why I didn't talk about this earlier but there were two programs that I found to be very useful during the circuit breaker period like when Mm. I mean you might not have weights at home or anything but the first one is actually this program called uh, Center 6 which is by Mm. the dreamy uh, dreamboat Christopher Hemsworth so Mm. there's certain elements of the app which I feel like okay like there's if it wasn't for Christopher Hemsworth, this wouldn't be as popular an app. But what I like about the app, right, is that it's one of those brainless apps. They have, like, this six-week program of six days a week, and you just wake up, you start it, you follow, and then it still it gets you to a certain level of fitness. Uh, and I think it was free, or maybe it's free during this lockdown. So, I know it's a bit late. <laughs> I know Phase 2 is opening. Uh, I should have said this a lot sooner, but... To people who have gotten used to exercising at home and you want to change your program, I would recommend that. The second thing is if you have a kettlebell or a weight, right, the best program I've tried in recent times is the uh, uh, fat loss training system uh, by Hybrid Athlete. You can just mm-hmm. go to hybridathlete.com and it's a six-week program by uh, involving a kettlebell and I will willingly admit that center six workouts, I hated doing it because it was like hit, you know, and I fucking mm-hmm. hate doing hit. but yeah. it's... It, it makes you feel, it does a bit of cardio, a bit of strength. Whereas kettlebell, it's actually fun and with a kettlebell, it's somewhat technical so figuring out how to hold a kettlebell and all is quite good and I actually look forward to these workouts. I hope, I know, I hope yeah.
1: but I don't know whether, I know kettlebells were sold out for quite a while. Uh, I order, think
0: right. I think as of a few weeks ago, I think I bought my second kettlebell like about a month and a half oh, ago. The good double, thing got,
1: double fisting right now? Yeah, because I
0: started with an eight kg and then now I got a twelve <laughs> kg. Oh, uh, so but,
1: you do one? It's still one at a time, uh, Still one. At oh the yeah, time. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Because kettlebell, if you don't know, it's like it's like a, it looks like a a grape with a with a handle on top. So uh. because of of its shape, you you it's different, very different from a dumbbell like, So it's almost kind of like a toy like that, which is fun. But the good thing about places like Decathlon is that they restock quite fast. Mm. And 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 if you enter your email, you can get an alert la like, for fitness fitness stuff. I see, I see. So that's useful. And so, yeah, this so
1: this wasn't sponsored like, right? It's just it's not just sponsored. You loved it so much. Right? Not
0: sponsored. Did yeah, it? and it's it's very delayed, of course. Yes, yeah. I know. Because I started doing this like at the start of circuit breaker, I think. Yeah. But going forward, if you don't want to waste money on a gym membership or anything, I highly recommend checking these out lah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Cool. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm still been working, uh, like exercising from home lah, uh. using the the same, uh, the same fitness, uh, mm, the boxing on thing. YouTube, eh? yeah, the boxing thing. It's been uh. quite fun. La. I enjoyed it. And yeah. in fact, I I think I'll just continue doing it at home because it's like it's, it's even not at home, but even going out to a park or something, I will still do yeah. the same thing. because it's actually quite fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's good. Okay, so my one shock thing is actually, uh, because today we also just found out, is this is related to politics. Huh? Today we also mm. found out that two of the old guard are retiring from politics. Mm. One is our former Prime Minister, Mr. Go Chok Tong, mm. who is retiring and will not be running in the Marine Parade this election. And mm. second one is Lo Kiang, also has announced he will not be running in this election for Workers' oh, confirmed Party. Oh, Confirm Ready? Yeah. Confirmed Ready, uh. oh, So basically, okay. I don't know whether they're fully retiring from politics, but basically they're not running. La. So so they, they're going to go behind the scenes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I just wanted to to dedicate this one short thing to them because a lot of times they have provided us a lot of the funny memes that we that we uh, enjoy today. Like I mentioned earlier, one was the own self, check own self. But uh, Lo Tiakiang in particular, I mean, he, in his all his addresses in parliament, there's always this very I mean, you, you can you have literally seen his English improve over time such that he can <laughs> make really sarcastic comments. And like some yeah. of the most memorable ones are when he confronted not confronted, like when he was talking about the uh, the whole Li Sen Lung versus Li Sen Yang issue. And mm. then he then he said things like, Oh, you know, like he's saying like Li Sen really needs to sue Li Sen Yang because uh if not you're showing that blood is thicker than water, lah, you know, when political opponents Make noise, uh, yeah la, you sue and everything. But then when family makes noise, you don't sue la. And then so his, his line was like, "That's where the, the I think the the line, sue until your pants drop' comes from." <laughs> where he said, "Yeah, oh, when own blood, on brother, don't sue. When political opponent, sue until your pants drop." So and that, that was, was like, in parliament. Uh, in wow, parliament, so you can sure. actually literally find it on YouTube and the Gov SG <laughs> and all that. And then also when he first when the whole Oxley thing first came out, there's also a video of him like saying. Uh you know, like it's a very sad thing for Singapore but this is this is not a K drama show, you know. So he really <laughs> wanted to poke and needle Lee and Long about it, lah. So uh, yeah, we're losing we're basically losing this uh, guy who was super popular with all his constituents and really was like he was there really to needle the, the PAP people all the way yeah. and then and, like you just see yeah. you can even see Go Chok Tong's reaction whenever he says shit like that and then he's just like <laughs> scowling and everyone's so unhappy. And like it's just like wow. I mean, a uh, little tribute to to him lah. Like this this one this shout out.
0: No, but that's why when you started one shooting about Lotia Kiang and Go Chok Tong, I was like, oh my god, are you going to talk about how they helped build Singapore? No, but you were you were one shooting was the memes and entertainment the they provided lah, like, right? Man, oh the memes, okay, okay, okay. my god! Like, I was like, god damn, terrorists, what the fuck, man? Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, politics
0: can be fun,
1: you know. Don't let don't let the uh, old okay, people okay, okay, don't, okay. Don't, don't let the really old. People ruin it for you when they yeah. when they dismiss all everything. But politics can be fun if you find the the, the funny parts of it. Yeah, and
0: yeah. then you will become less pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> the less pathetic <laughs> podcast. Less pathetic, <laughs> less pathetic yeah. podcast. All right. That, that's a cool. nice way to end the podcast. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, right. subreddit. Yeah. Get on it, guys. And thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you guys during the next episode. Peace.